0: This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor, where live streams, smart stats, and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18plus, BeGambleAware.org.
1: NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off.
0: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews.
2: Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Welcome everyone to episode four of VAR Bank Size. My name is Chris, and who am I with today? Hello, I'm Dan. No aunt either. What What is going on between you two? I'm sure all the listeners want to know. You seem apparently. to be to- <laughs> Can't both be in the same place at the same time, can we? That'd be absurd. No, apparently he was unavailable tonight, so we're... We're quickly doing um, the pub today. And this is obviously immediately after the England game against Scotland. Where would you like to start with this then, Dan?
1: Well, starting lineups, I have to admit,
2: I was a little bit worried from
1: the offset. I saw the Scotland lineup and I thought Steve Clark got his tactics spot on. He had three centre-backs, three in the middle of midfield. And he relied on the talents he had down either flank, the wing back. And I thought he got his tactics spot on there to play to his strengths. And I knew that England were going to have to break them down, which was never going to be easy. What, what uh, do you think on that?
2: Yeah, totally agree, mate. Um, obviously, the Scots played, I think, a flat four at the back, didn't they, against the Czechs. And they put moves, got Metominy, um from midfield to defence, which they did a lot in the qualifiers and then the playoffs to good effect and tonight worked perfectly for them. Obviously the inclusion back of Tierney for them gave them a little bit more cover defensively and attacking as well, where they did a few overlaps. Yeah, And I think they, they did very well against um, really quite, how you put it, that cluster England, England attack, to be honest, tonight. Very... Processional, you know, the pass, you know, there's no sort of quick one twos, you know, that what we were seeing at the beginning of the Croatia game, the first 10 minutes, that there, there was no real tempo reveal. And any tempo we did see was just very slow and pedestrian. And it was almost like, you know, we, we, we will break these down at some point, but we can you know, we'll, we'll bide our time. And at the end, the time just ran out, I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um, they started off, they tried to play the way that they did against Croatia at the start and then uh, Scotland tracked the runs so much better than Croatia did. They had a lot more tenacity in the middle of the park and they did their best not to let England play and then England, that was
2: it. Plan A didn't work.
1: There was no plan B. Ran right. out of ideas very early on, didn't they?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to just compare if that's alright with you. Def- defensive mid. Me and you have vocally spoken about Declan Rice. Well, they, Scotland's equivalent was Billy Gilmore, wasn't it, today? I thought he was outstanding. He, he was getting the ball the while, playing easy balls. Reminded me quite a lot of Kante, to be honest. For 20 years old, I think he's got a fantastic future if he stays fit and learns. He's obviously at Chelsea, so he's going to learn from Kante. But the comparisons of the two players, it's a different level, wasn't it, tonight? And, that you know, the, the, guy, the guy's 20 years old. He, he outshone rice didn't he, tonight well if that, that to wasn't play
1: hard play. that's not saying much is it i mean, no, before, I, mean I, I didn't even think it was reminded a player. just before half time that it was playing it was
2: ridiculous i know, I, I was just very, very disappointed mate i mean it's just with everything i mean kane i don't think had more than three three pass three touches on the ball did he? and it's just just a bit of a mess to be honest tonight i i think maybe um the croatia game might have been a bit of a smokescreen and this might be the wake-up call that they need. They're not quite through yet, and it's <laughs> it's still a bit of work to do, isn't there? Oh, there's definitely work to do. If you want
1: to win the tournament, which, you know, England, if England are in a tournament, they're there to win it. If they want to win the tournament, they've got to up the game from that. Yeah. I personally thought that tactically it wasn't working in the first half, and Southgate should have changed it around at half-time. I think we could yeah. have had... a 4-4-2 formation and attack them down the flanks, we could have got the overloads that would have been um, a real problem for Steve Clark, but uh, like I said, there was no plan B we just carried on and nothing changed
0: uh, 100% Tomine and Rice at close quarters it's headed against the post England very nearly, strike first well he's hung hasn't he like a kite there Really good attempt. I wondered if he was going to steer that in. He just
2: couldn't get the angle on it he wanted. Do you want to just quickly go through the, the starters and just quickly give them a a quick guide to how they got on? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought Jordan Pitford had a good game and goal.
2: Yeah, he was very solid, wasn't he? He obviously saved that shot from O'Donnell. Yeah, got a great hand to that. he uh, saved his. Yeah, there.
1: and I thought it was very dominant in the air at crosses as
2: well. He had a. A very yeah,
1: authoritative game in the penalty box. Generally speaking,
2: yeah. Okay, left back, Luke Shaw. I mean, he got clattered after about two seconds to start. Off with. <laughs> I thought that was like the quickest ever appearance, and he was. I didn't think he was going to get up after that. But to be honest, didn't really see much of him. Not not the Luke Shaw that we know at Man United. I thought tonight.
1: No, but
2: did role, get,
1: maybe. it was it was a tough one for him. So he, he did get forward, he did get to the edge of the box, and he was trying to link up with players. It it just wasn't his night, really. But um, I, I, if I'm honest, I would have preferred to see Chilwell in that role. I think yeah. he's a little bit more
2: direct down the
1: flank, and he wants to hit the byline and get the cross in a little bit more.
2: likes to take on a player as well, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah, a little right. bit more attacking. I've...
2: I, I did feel that, uh, especially first half, that was probably an area that Scotland were quite weak on.
0: Once more, it's Scotland progressing with a clip into the back for O'Donnell. Great save, Pickford. Lovely attempt that too from Stephen O'Donnell. What an effort from Stephen O'Donnell, and that is a ter- tremendous save from Jordan Pickford.
2: Right back, Reese James. Yeah, similar really. He um he wasn't in the game much, especially in the right areas. I thought he did link up with Foden a little
1: bit at times in the first half, but they just didn't have much influence in the game at
2: all. Really. Yeah, that shot second half, didn't they? Where he was benching.
1: Yeah, in one of our better
2: lot. efforts. I, I
1: thought I thought we had a little bit better balance in the team with him in there instead of Walker from the previous game. Uh, yeah. i would probably stick with Rhys James at right back for the next game if I honest.
2: Defensive two of Stones and Mings, I mean Stones obviously hit the post early on mm-hmm. in the match, which could have obviously changed the whole complexion of the game. I thought it was a pretty easy attempt, really. Should have got probably got that in, but again, it was quite unlucky. I think he's probably expecting someone to run with him, <laughs> but he didn't probably mm-hmm. expect to have so much time.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, I think he got there a bit
2: too early, didn't
1: he? He just sort of (laughs) panicked and jumped, and then he had to try and hang there, wait for the ball to arrive. Just didn't quite time it all right and hit the post when he should have scored, really. I think uh, Tyrone Mings had a decent game.
2: He was solid, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a tough job.
1: Yeah, he really led the defence, actually. He was uh, our most authoritative figure at the back there. Uh, made yeah. a lot of good tackles, interceptions uh, key
2: headers actually in yeah.
1: certain moments, yeah, moment. yeah can't fault him tonight, he had a good game
2: I think because of the the way that Scotland were, they were very direct and I think like the, the commentators said it probably played more to his strengths, the area of tussles, just a bit of the rough, the rough side of, of defending, I think he probably quite enjoyed that rather than Having a small, pacey, technical striker against him.
1: Definitely, yeah. you're right. Kane is wide again.
0: Picked out James nicely, though, and James shot. And at least there was an effort on goal at the end of a a spell of keep ball.
2: Defensive mid. Obviously, if you want to mention a bit more on Declan Rice or
1: <laughs> not really, I'll just get frustrated,
2: Mister <laughs> Invisible. Yeah. The only time I actually saw him on the pitch was uh, that funny uh, goal-mouse scramble. That yeah, made where, it, like, he, where he laid it off to a defender, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his biggest input on the game. I know, uh, it did make me laugh. And then with him was Calvin Phillips. I, th- I thought he had a bit of a strange game. First 10 minutes, he's making surging runs like he was in the first game against Croatia, you know, really surging up into the area, giving the players different options. But then he just sort of went very quiet. And I know he, yeah. he he fouled a bit as well, but he just did sort of like drifted out of the game a bit. I don't know what you thought
1: of that. Uh, I thought his work off the ball was good defensively. He he put himself about, and he was a very physical presence in there again. He and he stopped uh, Scotland from playing quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought that aspect of his game was very good, and he did have a, a big influence on the game again.
2: But yeah, it's just uh, in.
1: When we're in possession, he didn't quite have the same level. No, of making
2: the, the drive. The I thought, yeah. I, this yeah. is the problem. Hendo, at full strength, he would have driven a bit more with the ball, been a lot more direct. And I, I get with Phillips that he isn't totally that player. But it just, made, it just confused me a little bit because at the beginning of the match, he was very aggressive with the ball, driving a bit with the ball. And then he just sort of just... Petered off. I don't know whether that was just tactics by Southgate. He probably didn't want him to do that to leave, leave you know, um, the counter attack open for Scotland. But, but yeah, was, I thought it was a bit strange. One mm-hmm. person who did miss out on with the previous pod, the England Croatia pod, which I apologise, was Mason Mount. <laughs> yeah. How's his game, do you think, in the against Scotland? Uh, I thought his first half actually was
1: really good. I thought he was one of our uh, best threats going forward. And um, he got turned loose a couple of times and got some shots off. Uh, he's definitely a live way right around the box. I mm.
2: think he's done okay. I yeah, don't see any he reason He definitely to... had a good battle with Gilmore, didn't he, in the in the midfield first oh, yeah, half yeah, yeah. anyway. Those two were at it like uh, a <laughs> canned dog, weren't they, a little bit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, the thing is with, with Mount is, is similar to, obviously, that style of player. They're drifting our games quite a lot, don't they? I think he just needs to find his position. I think he's best in the middle, getting the ball maybe a bit deeper, quick one-twos, try and spread the play a bit. Just couldn't do it, though, could they, tonight? And um, I think no. it's going to be a similar type thing against Czech Republic, I think, as well. I think they'll probably... And the same sort of formation so it might be a bit of a head-scratcher for Gareth from what he wants to do. Maybe.
0: Over to Hanley. Dykes! Off the line. What a save that is by Rhys James. Brilliant.
2: Absolutely brilliant there.
1: What do you think of um, Sterling's performance tonight?
2: I honestly thought the effort was there tonight. Just didn't go right. He, he first half he made some good runs, I thought. Second half it just dwindled away. He got very frustrated, I thought. I think a bit maybe with his own performance, and I think just lack of lack of movement around him. You know, Man City you've got he's got people moving around all the while, and tonight it was very sort of yeah like we saw with a lot of the players. It just seemed very statuesque. And you know, when he when he's got the ball, he likes people like all of us, like, you know, moving about. And it just wasn't working tonight. And lucky not to probably get a penalty as well, I, I thought. Well, yeah,
1: I I thought that definitely deserved a VAR look at the very least.
2: Yeah, I mean, they quickly obviously played away. And I, I, I get that to an extent, but he did sort of take his foot, didn't he? he tripped him, so... Didn't get very close to the ball, did he, Robertson? No, yeah, exactly. I mean, what was your opinion on Sterling, if I could ask so.
1: Um, I I thought he uh, he didn't have his best game tonight. His touch deserted him at times.
2: Yeah.
1: And then when he did get on the ball, he seemed to get isolated quite quickly. Yeah. He wasn't There wasn't enough in the way of overlapping runs and other options for him, like you say. Uh, and Kane in the middle um, didn't seem to be a, the target man all the time as well.
2: So I think um, Sterling
1: had a tough night tonight.
2: Well, I mean, what just moving on to the other wing? What do you think to Foden tonight? He tried his heart out, didn't he? But it just didn't work yeah, like out tonight.
1: Yeah, it, it was dangerous again
2: in the first half, yeah. especially.
1: Uh, I was surprised when he got taken off. I think there were a few blues yeah. in the crowd as
2: well. And to be fair, he was getting the ball everywhere, wasn't he? Just trying to get it from deep, all the way from from left uh, wing back position. At one point, I saw him trying to pick it up from Lutsha. You know, yeah, the efforts yeah. there. I just think he's obviously youthful exuberance at the moment, maybe. And it's just a game, again, that will he'll bank on for future, I think. He's going to have a fantastic future no matter what. Robertson and Tierney sort of double teamed him quite well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did. And he, again, and they made it difficult for him. But I still thought that up to that point in the game, he probably had our most successful dribbles and beaten
2: players. So uh, yeah. I thought it was dangerous. I was a little bit surprised when he came off. Yeah, I thought that. But again, I thought Gareth, again, played it quite safe with that, where he took Foden off, straight swap. But that wasn't the problem. My my personal opinion was if he had someone to drive the ball from centre-mid, yeah, create the fouls, with McGinn especially, you know, he was already on a yellow, get the ball from there and then it could be pushed out to the flanks where we're at our best and then the ball could have been whipped in and then Kane could have been on the end or whoever, but he just played it too safe again. I mean, moving on to Harry Kane, I mean, what's your opinion of his game tonight?
1: Uh, not good, not good, if I'm uh, honest. You um, he, he look tired?
2: Um,
1: I, I, I know what you mean. He, he didn't look like he was up to the pace of the game. I don't know that's just...
2: I mean, there was a bit in the second half, if you remember, he picked up the ball and young Gilmore was just on him. And he yeah, got the free yeah. kick for it. But I thought that was just, he, Gilmore just took the ball off him, I thought. And he just looked jaded, you know, a bit like Degonowski um, for Poland. You know, like obviously he came off a, an injury. But yeah, he just yeah. I don't know whether it's a bit of this whole talk about what's going to go on with his future. Maybe that's affecting him slightly. I, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, that particular incident—he got the ball in his own half and he carried it thirty yards down the pitch. But that's not Harry Kane's game. He's no. not a ball carrier. Gotcha. The whole—the whole problem is that England needed to play the play the whole game another thirty yards up the pitch because he's yeah. a box player, He's a box striker, and we didn't play much around the Scotland box. So yeah. there wasn't—we were asking him to do stuff that was a little bit different, and we didn't see his best qualities tonight. So. Again, I, I think it's down to the tactics of the team as a whole. Why we didn't see the rest of Harry Kane? Yeah, don't know what you think about that.
2: No, I, I do. I mean, I've always been an advocate of. Sometimes you do feel that Kane almost stops England from playing just because of the way the way he plays. Which is, I know, is a controversial thing to say. Mm. I do look. I, I'm a massive fan of Harry Kane, and this year he's proved as well that he can assist goals. But when you're asking him to, like you say, get the ball from <laughs> almost yeah. centre centre mid, <laughs> he's not got the pace to take on two people. It, no. You want him in the box, don't you? That's not his role. Yeah, And there you has just to just be a lot of tactical assessment, I think, made by the players and coaching staff and the manager over this. Because yeah. Yeah. If Scotland, I, I, you've got to be a bit honest, if Scotland can do it, then... It doesn't look good about progressing far into the tournament,
1: does it? No, not at this stage. Not at this stage. No, I think we need to look at our tactics. Um,
2: we didn't have players running off
1: Kane's shoulders. We didn't have anything like the wide players were trying to get in behind enough in the second half, in particular. We yeah. didn't have fullbacks overlapping and causing those issues as well. Um, it was all a bit negative and a bit defensive mm. and a bit too calm with the lack of urgency. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree with you there. Um, I'd have loved to have seen a bit more, you know, Reese James but dashing down the wing.
1: Yeah. Same
2: yeah. with Luke Shaw. You know, this is what they do for the clubs. What you know, you're against Scotland at the end of the day. We can you've got the cover of two defensive midfield or two mid centre midfielders, whatever you want to call them, there anyway. So you've got that license to just go for it a little bit. And again, I get that. Four points out of six isn't too bad, but it's yeah, the yeah. manner of it, isn't it? It's the manner yeah, of the yeah. performance.
1: No, I totally I totally get that. I, before the game, I said a point's not a bad result for England, and it's almost like we were trying to protect that rather than yeah. actually going for the win. Exactly. I just hope that when, when you get to the knockout phase, we can't put in another performance like that. We've got
2: to go for it. I hope you'll be a lot more positivity. I mean, England are the home team. It was almost like we're playing at Hamden tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to pop my pop my hat off to, um, to Scotland as well. They had a, they had a very good game, like you said at the beginning of the pod. Clark got it absolutely correct on every aspect. The only problem with Scotland is that we've me and Aunt mentioned mentioned down our other pod is They had chances and they didn't take them.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that's going to be a bit of an issue for them every game they play.
2: Yeah, the um, the effort. You can't put them right at the top of the league. But unfortunately, yeah. it's all about chances, isn't it, in this game? Especially at this level, if you don't take your chances, you're not going to progress. That's my concern with them. I mean, they had about three really good chances. I mean, Shea Adams, second half. Yeah, If he just calmed it, like Annie McCoy said on the commentary, <laughs> even chested it, he could have had that, that extra touch just to do it. He had a fantastic game. Yeah, there's a rush of blood to the head at times, wasn't there? It's a, I a bit feel that. Game. And the, they have quality balls put in as well. Yeah. I mean, team, yeah, they, yeah, did. I they did. I was impressed.
1: Yeah, mm, they, um, they're going to have a chance against Croatia. Um, Definitely. If they probably. win that match, they're probably going to progress. So, uh,
2: if um, if they put in another
1: performance like that tonight, they're going to be in with a shout, no doubt.
2: Yeah, but my funniest part, I must admit. Was Jack Grealish passing to an English player warming up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a great pass that was! I know it was like, oh, he's he's warming up and stretching out. I thought yeah. that was great. Like Wait, what that. do you think? What do you think to Grealish's um, performance? I mean, he didn't really, unfortunately, get much, did he?
1: Yeah, he didn't turn the game. Um, I think he got a couple of players booked. He got fouled quite a few times, but all that adds up. From the start it it doesn't really make a difference 30 minutes in yeah. I did think he did well getting the ball to the area and then being threatening yeah. to dribble into the area I thought we looked more dangerous after we got on
2: yeah I, I'd start with him
1: in centre mid alongside Calvin Phelps
2: oh, I think so I think I think um it'd be a good idea
1: I just have a feeling I. Daryl Southgate loves Declan Rice for some reasons that I can't see, and it's not going to happen, unfortunately.
2: I, I obviously I know I'm not a, a, fo- a footballing, uh, you know, I'm a fan. I'm not, never been a player at that level. But yeah, maybe, hearing all the professionals raving about him, I'm not, I, I, I tried my best tonight to like look at what he actually does in the in the game, and I couldn't really see. No. And I'm not being rude to him. I, you know, it's i i just found found it quite frustrating to see him on the you know sort of on the pitch, and I know <laughs> he's just sort of sitting there, you know, covering the defence, which is fine. But when it's nil nil and you just need someone to just push forward, you know, yeah. get the ball and drive.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. And he, he didn't have a very good game tonight. And I think a lot of that work he does positionally, Calvin Phillips can do. You yeah. can play a little bit deeper and then just let Grealish go forward. And release yeah, him.
2: exactly. I mean, um, he does that for, for Leeds, doesn't he? Um, Calvin Phillips, uh, week in, week out. That's probably what, what affected his performance a bit tonight with a more of a stubborn midfield, which, I mean, McGinn, Gilmore and uh, Callum McGregor, I think it was, worked absolutely tirelessly. And then obviously the brought in Stuart Armstrong. And they just crowded them out. To give them any of that room in midfield to do anything, which is pop my hat off again to them mm. for that. But yeah. but Calvin Phillips isn't the guy to drive the ball from centre mid to the attacking third. That is something that would be perfect for Grealish yeah. to take hold of, or if you've got him playing Jordan Henderson, and obviously there's there's issues with his fitness because I would have played him tonight if he was fully fit.
1: Yeah, he looks that way. You you can't rule him out from playing. But we need to do something a little bit different in that midfield, I think.
0: Declan Rice had a look before feeding James. James into the middle. Sterling tries to get in. Where is the ball? Marshall can't get it. Scotland can't get it away. And finally they do. Playground
2: football at the end. And one, what was your opinion on um, Rashford? Then um, He was playing up top, wasn't he, when he came on?
1: Well, they had three centre-backs, and we had one striker, and that was difficult enough for Kane. It was going to be nearly impossible for Rashford. They must have been trying to look at getting runs in behind and trying to stretch them, get that kind of movement, but we were struggling to um, even get the ball that high up the pitch until right at the very end of the game. Yeah, Uh, I can see what he was thinking with the substitution, but I think it was a bit too little too late
2: what's your final analysis of the whole performance then, you know, if you were to gauge it on a sort of one to five basis, one being poor, five being really good, where would you put that?
1: Three. It was, it was, And when I say three, I'm, I'm I was thinking of Umunora in between two and a three. If I yeah. Might. But I, I'll give it a three because we got the job done in terms of, we've put ourselves in a position to advance. And it was important not to lose the game. I think the defence has done reasonably well, which is encouraging because that was our weakest area going into the tournament, yeah. I think. Uh, I think we'll take some learnings from the game. I think Scotland set up very difficult to beat. Not every team going to set up like that against England in later stages of the tournament. There were some good performances in there. But, yeah, we didn't do enough overall. So a very generous three.
2: I thought you'd be very generous to be honest there, mate. I I was thinking more of a two point five. Yeah. Um, I just thought it's bang average. <laughs> sort of how we've seen England play, you know, on and off over the past two to three years. Just the pace was so slow and lethargic from defence to attack. You see the really good teams are just, you know, quickly speed it up, don't they? The passing from defence to mid to, to attack. Just bang, yeah. bang, bang. And and we just didn't seem to, to do that. But when, but when they did do it a few times, it sort of was almost working and they just got a bit unlucky, got a bit frustrated as well. I mean, it's a learning curve, isn't it? I know that the yeah. Scotland game is a different game to any other, you know, it's a derby game, isn't it? The oldest game in the world. They brought a lot of fans. We had a lot of fans there. But I think... A nil-nil, not many people would have predicted. I think a lot of people would have said a one or a two-nil to England. So anyway, just a quick remark while we're here, just a quick preview for the uh, Czech Republic game. How do you reckon then? I guess they'll, they. do you think Gav's going to tinker a little bit with the team or is he going to stick with what he's got but look at things a little bit more tactically better?
1: Um, I hope he looks at his tactics and freshens them up against a team that's probably going to be quite defensive-minded. And I think we should be looking to try and break them down because that's something we need to do long-term in the tournament. We need to figure out how we can break teams down. Also, I think he might want to freshen the team up. I, I think it's an opportunity to rest some legs, get some people on the pitch that haven't played as much, should be a bit fresher. I could see it being quite a different lineup, if I'm honest. I hope it brings a different level of performance from tonight.
2: Oh, it's, yeah, anything better than tonight, really. I mean, I know Croatia wasn't particularly fantastic either, but they got the win. And this one, it was the one that I think if you swap the results around, I think a lot of people would have be been more happy with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably right.
2: Like we say, saying, it is what it is. So just hope for a bit more attacking now from them, to come out a bit more positively little bit more faster tempo we'll probably do just go from there yeah before we leave then anyone else's thoughts if they want to put their thoughts onto an email that'd be great our email address is var at the bar 2020 at gmail.com our twitter handle is var at the bar one so you can obviously send us a message or just a tweet and also on facebook we are on var at the bar so, um, anything more to add there, Dan, or are, you, are we about all done? I think we're done and look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, same to you, mate. The next one should be a, a roundup of the round of two matches. So, I'll be seeing your face probably in the next day or so. Hopefully, <laughs> all three of us as well. Yeah, hopefully, all three nice, of us that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't want me to go into an- analytical stuff too much, you know, get my give myself a headache. but anyway um so that's me chris saying hello to you all and who am i with again
1: and from dan it's goodbye from now
2: see you later then guys